submission too kinky for you? T attends a femme sub party and A submits to a dom from FetLife. Listen in as we share our discoveries on what it means to submit and why we might all want to reconsider. You're listening to TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And I'm A. Submission. Whoa. I'm so into this topic right now. So naughty. Well, it's been like a year and a half of exploration, really. For you. For me. I feel like I, so I dabbled. I went to this party. Um, Tea talking in case anyone's confused. (laughs) Uh, You know, I went to this party, but I I haven't done, I haven't explored a lot in my actual romantic relationships. Mm -hmm. But, but it's been, it keeps popping up in my head. I'm going, it's funny. People, people have said to me, they think that I would be a dom. Right. But I think I'm like because a, you're so directive in your sex. Yeah, like, I want this. I want that. I want this. And da, 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 yeah, yeah. And I've right. been and I've been told that you know guys always almost always comment. They're like, oh you oh you like to direct. And I'm like, I don't know if I like it. It's just you're not hitting the, the like mark. You don't know what the fuck you're doing. So I have to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm putting all on the director hat because I would like it to be a successful experience in the end or mm-hmm. a, a content fulfilling. Mm-hmm. But I, I, it's been perking up in my head because, you know, I joke a lot about doing sort of the slow Loris, like arm raise, uh, oh, like, right, like right, when right, we, right, we right. go to sex and I'm like, yay, and I just like yeah. raise my arms up. I'm like, go for it. And I, I feel like it might be tied to a desire to be like very submissive, like to go into a deep submission where I'm very trusting and giving over of my body. Mm-hmm. But, but then I need to seek out a partner who can provide that. So, okay, so then, so, so that's been your interest in yeah. exploring. These are like it's the like, little clues hmm. that maybe there's more to it. And how do I get better at defining it to um, achieve a greater level of pleasure? Right. Right. More pleasure. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, there's two things I want to ask you. Okay. One is, um, what has been your understanding of submission before? Yeah, this. right. So um, the same way that when I went to the femdom party, it was yeah. very eye opening because you see such clarity in, uh, quote, power dynamics or, you know, like, yeah, there's no like mincing words. Like there's this woman on a leash as like the cat and there's a man guiding her around on a leash and she's literally crawling around on the floor. The party I went to was specifically female submission right. with male dominance. And I specify that because. I think some people can be like, you know, it's all different. Yeah. Male men can be submissive. Totally. Well, right. That was the party I went to. The other party I went to, I was dominant Mm -hmm. and I, and I felt really shy. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, all the roles get confusing in a way because anyway, the submissive is still in control, but not, yeah, not overtly. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They have the power in that they can, they say no. And it's all about what they're doing to the submissive. Right. So I, I really enjoyed seeing at the party kind of like this woman playing this little like cat that was just like his pet and would do whatever he wanted and he you know it'd be like little thing like stop here like hold I don't you know you know I don't remember I can't, it's like blurry like lick your paws you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know like and uh, and then he would reward her for whatever she had done and it was and and it was in the reward that she experiences pleasure because it's the gratification of knowing she uh, did something that he likes Mm -hmm. and then also that she's getting pleasure now like he's gonna stroke her or pet her you know like and pet her I mean (laughs) in the more like sexual human way (laughs) (laughs) for playing such a good kitty meow (laughs) Uh, you know and then there is and then my experience I ended up meeting someone who is uh, 
you know, a dominant expert. That's important because a friend of mine at the party actually experienced a dom who didn't know what he was doing. And that's not good. Uh, <laughs> but but this this dominant expert, I mean, he had all kinds of little toys that he had like created. He even had these like handmade uh, or custom made deer skin flogs Mm -hmm. uh so so i kind of played with all of it like he kind of showed me that he did the shivari ropes where he tied me up in all these really beautiful knots and Mm -hmm. i found that that was very beautiful i mean it almost looked like ornate lingerie or something Mm -hmm. once it's tied all over your body Mm -hmm. um so i could see how that's you know that's titillating and then uh and then he did put me on a leash and i walked around with him and uh and that's just fun i mean i think it's again these sort of whatever power dynamic just saying okay you're in charge like ah where do you want me to stand so how did it make you feel yeah um it was it was fun and I think I wasn't in a situation where I where I really am in love with anyone there or like you know like no one caught your eye specifically right well and also I think you being submissive can be very vulnerable Mm -hmm. um as as well as like if you're dominating, you don't want to be rejected. But but if you're submissive, you're allowing someone to do to you. So so I felt like I didn't you know, I, I was sort of sample testing and tasting to just see what it's about. But I didn't, you know, have that Pick deeper and dive in. Right. Have that deeper experience. Right. right. Um, and it was also like it was like a an, in, an entry level Right. Like, this is how it works. This is what it's about. So I did do light the deer skin floggings, which actually kind of felt really good. Like, he didn't hit me hard. There were some people who were, could, of course, take much more impact. Mm-hmm. And I think we've talked about this on a show with Jean's friend, Jean Franzblau about mm-hmm. impact play, which is different from pain. And mm-hmm. it's not so much about pain, but raising arousal levels. Mm-hmm. Um, so he did that for me. And what was interesting is the post... Uh, flogging which was the importance of cuddles like and and that and by that he meant um you know they like he would actually hold me and like stroke my hair and be very delicate and uh and kind of pet me as well Mm -hmm. like in this coddling safe way Mm -hmm. I think I was like I was just in his lap like my head rested in his like and it was uh it was necessary because you've sort of had such an adrenaline rush and intensity of impact and experience uh, like stimulation that um, you can kind of experience a, an emotional lull or like a slight depression after, like maybe even the next day, depending on how intense you went. And that was really just eye-opening kind of in a larger way of like when you experience intense experiences. <laughs> <laughs> well, tra- like something even traumatic where you need... Like a larger life experience. Right. So like outside of the bedroom, like something right. big happens in your life and you're exerting you a lot of energy. and comforted. And- yeah, taking the time to really find that equilibrium again. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like I'm a little all over the place, but ultimately we were, you know, so it was, I had all these sort of interesting insights, but it was a really uh, cool experience because I think when you decide to play really clear roles of dominant and submiss- submissive, you can go further. You can go deeper in in pleasure and arousal um, experiences, and I think there's a freedom because you are role playing. Yeah. Have you, outside of exploring at the party, have you, like, have you had any personal experiences? Yeah, I mean, in, I don't in really in like normal like. Well, I feel like they sort dynamics. of happen organically in a way that isn't necessarily like outlined. Okay, now you're submissive and I'm dominant, yeah. but I think this is where it gets a little dicey. A eh? is like, you know, at what point is it submission 
versus dominance. I mean, I mean, for me, it's all the head game. Like, I, I think that if you like a girl being well, a girl, let me define that. Um, yeah, I mean, if you're like, yes, well, the girl, let's say the girl being on top and being in control of thrusting versus the guy being on top being in control of thrusting. I I don't think that I mean, some people would probably more typically define that as if you're doing the thrusting, it's a dominant position. But I would argue that that's not necessarily the case. You have control over the movement. But I've I'm trying to remember, like I'm kind of in a dating situation right now with a guy who's a dom. Uh, just naturally like he's yeah. never he's never been to a kink party probably has never heard any of these definitions it's just <laughs> his nature yeah um and he like if I'm on top of him I don't I don't feel like I've stepped out of role of like sub or that he stepped out of the role so I don't I don't think I so that's why to me I think it really is more about the power well the head and I don't know if no so that's that's interesting so right so you're saying here you are like if he is the dom he might want you to ride him or, you know, like, and in a way that's so right. So then the power dynamic is still this kind of, I want you to do this. Okay. Right. right. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I'm blushing. Right. (laughs) Um, What else was I going to ask? So, okay. So did you, what kind of, did you have judgments around submission? I guess that was sort of the original question Mm. I was sort of asking, like, would you have ever thought that, submission would be something that you're into or did you have judgments or preconceived ideas of what it might be not that we're like full experts or anything we're just sharing our initial explorations right at the moment but well because I think it's it sounds so extreme to people and when I'm doing it I'm like oh this is just like role-playing this is like I'm you know mischievous and naughty girl or whatever and my partner you know pushes for something that he likes or you know I don't know and then and then there's sort of this organic play uh I don't think I think I had judgments like maybe it being kind of yeah I I guess it's sort of the classic thing of oh oh like why would you ever want to be on your hands and knees Mm -hmm. doing what someone tells you you know like follow me this way yeah um and just being like that's awful or like that's degrading right yeah I did too like in the sense of uh it's like, oh yeah, that's that's others, and and not not me or my sex, and and th- that's for people with issues, right? And um and yeah. I don't have those issues. I'm sexually healthy and like balanced. And what else did what else was I thinking? That um. Oh gosh. Yeah, that, that it's you're for other people. That, that you somehow aren't empowered by doing it. Oh yeah, right. And that, that, you're like that I'm s- like, oh no, sex is about equality. And and uh, yeah, and, and I want respect from my partner. And well, and also that yeah. submission is the same as submissive. Does that make sense? Like, like I think the, these words are very charged in a, like everyday everyday life. Yeah, like submit to me, bow down, you know, or you know, give in to me. Like it feels like a loss of power. Mm-hmm. And sure, like in a in the military, it is, <laughs> you know, or like, yeah, I don't know. I just mean in some sort of dynamic when you like these terms mean you've lost. Right. Right. And uh, and so you have to give up something to me. But in the actual sexual role play of like BDSM, uh-huh. BDSM, I think it can be that like there is sort of this 
other thing with, that deals with humiliation and stuff. Right. Although right. even then, it's still sort of in this safe space role playing. Yeah, I don't. I don't know much about humiliation. So right. I can't well, really say, but but I I, I mean, mention it to say just as far as talking with some people There's at the parties. Spectrums. Yeah, There's but but I guess I'm just highlighting that even then, I think it's still in the in the realm of theatrical. Like it's still this pl- like you're deciding to role play. Like you're not going to just but oh, I do it. Yes. N- without I don't know the code. <laughs> But it's interesting that you define it as role play, whereas for me and theatrical, mm-hmm. whereas for me, my I've had a deep again, like starting about was it a year and a half, two years ago, starting from a client who brought like sort of this kink sub dom thing, you know, in bondage and everything to me. And, and I was I was initially a little bit intrigued then and then we started playing and I was even more intrigued. But so I've had this deep drive and desire for it. And to me it's not theatrical or role play at all it's um it's just what it is <laughs> okay but but maybe but when the, i say role I play know, i think maybe, i mean maybe i have a different desire for it than you do and maybe yeah but i i guess i'm i maybe think okay role play like in the sense of it's almost like when you go to acting classes or something and 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 teachers talk about like children and how they just play freely without thinking about you know it's just play Like having fun, like uncensored, not judging yourself or watching yourself. And um, and I think in that sense, I almost mean like, okay, I'm going to dive into this and be really present in in I maybe I'm picturing more like this game of I'm on a leash and I'm the cat. Right. That is that is a role play with that. Yeah, that specific situation. But you're right. I'm like kind of harping on that. But um, I don't know. Yeah, I think there's there's. I th- to me the the ways that I have experienced it actually it's fair to say like my experiences of dom sub even in like a private romantic relationship with a partner um is more in that vein of like almost like child's play like a, a very um teasing each other or you know being being mischievous or something Mine's not I think that would take me out of it to be hmm. honest because I'm like well fucking take this seriously <laughs> like I don't want you to be like no, going but, like playing a role and like no no I think you're about that's it. not what it's it's about deli- I mean the way that you'd be an actor like you show up for the role and there's no but the point is that it's not it's like a safe space safe time to do this to let yourself go into to submit and dominate and just, yeah Hmm, interesting versus like you know you're brushing your teeth and someone's like hey go down on me or is it you know like that's that's like that, not that's that's, that's not uh, that's not what I would no I know I'm saying like I'm like it's not dominated. you don't just sort of anyway whatever you don't just throw it out there it's like I don't know it's it's the same way that you decide to go into the bedroom and, and have sex like that's all of a sudden you're you're that's like playtime for adults. I don't know. I'm trying to because okay. So this is the first time. Yeah, I let's. Go into, yeah. No, yes, please. No, I mean, what, what's yeah? Let's. What's our timing? Are we actually? Are we uh, well, we can take a mini break and we'll come back. Okay, and then I'll and then I'll share. No, my yeah, and I want to share your journey. Discoveries. You're listening to TNA Talk Sex. Join the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at TA Talk Sex and online at tatalksex.com. You're listening to TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And I'm A. And we are catching up on our kind of sub-exploration 
in submission yeah um so a you actually are kind of in a relationship now that you is maybe more fully defined by that rather than Uh, like isolated role playing this dynamic I mean it's yeah it's interesting because again this is all still exploration for me I'm not like I've never I've never thought about being this kind of person I don't identify as kinky or anything you know so I'm sharing I'm just sharing I've been drawn to being submissive and I'm just I'm just sharing my experiences but but this while we're dating it's not it's not like a full-blown relationship but it is naturally he is totally dominant and which was really interesting and wonderful to find someone who is just naturally and natively in alignment with this kind of thing without again like he's never taken a class he's probably never read anything about it it's just well I do have to say for example the quote ex like who I'm calling an expert from right. from the from the, the party I went to I, I would say that he was naturally drawn towards it as well you know I talked right. to him a bit about you know have you always done this Da-da-da. and he's like yeah I mean he's building custom toys which is maybe a little different in the sense that he's into this lifestyle of dominant submission the fact that he's made these toys he likes these games that is very different from what you're talking about eh? which is yeah well this is more I what did I want to where do I want to start it this is again well for me it's more about the headspace Mm -hmm. and uh and it's like what here let me define what let me let me yeah, I was going to say demystify a couple of things. Right, like my our assumptions about dominance is like, oh, so he's domineering right. and so controlling. Here's the thing. I'm a very independent woman, and if you and I have a, and I have in the past had an issue with control in the sense that if I had a boyfriend who, um, you know, who I this only happened like once or twice where mm-hmm. like, well, no, I don't want you to go to the movie. I want to go do this. I'm like, would you yeah. excuse me? Exactly. Right. Uh, like I can't not, hear you. Not going to happen. Like that is like <laughs> done. You know, I had no problem saying like just throwing him out the door, you right. know, uh, so I'm not. So or almost fiercely independent, like fiercely maybe, independent. maybe even maybe overly so overly or, or like sensitive to right. not. Yeah, not bending. Right. Exactly. Which is fair. We are, as right. Women. But it also might factor in to where I'm at now with this whole submission thing and exploring it. But um, but so let me just clarify yeah. who I am and and. And, you know, it's not like I'm this, you know, weak kind of girl, which I think we might stereotypically think of in like like. Who uh, wants to submit? Right. Like, what am I thinking about? Uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. I don't know if you read the book, but but some oh, of his yeah. ex, some of Christian Grey's ex partners, are depicted as these very weak women who are even like physically frail and sick and don't really have a voice and very very timid and whatnot. So I'm not that, and I'm probably the opposite of that. And and he, my dynamic with this man now, like he has the utmost confidence and faith in my abilities in the world. He totally respects everything that I do and like and um, so it's not like he's this it's this demeaning thing where he l- lowers me. In fact, it's it's almost the opposite. Like I don't does he put me on some false pedestal? No, I don't think so. But we're definitely king and queen together. Like there's massive respect and power. And uh, and I want to define there's a difference between dom- dominating versus controlling. And I th- yeah. and I think I had this misunderstanding too before I even started playing with any of this and I thought it was all just about someone controlling everything that you do 
but it's not. I mean, there's there's direction, but I feel like at the core of my experience anyway with domination and being submissive is that this person is is um, constantly keeping an eye on everything that I do and all of my preferences and what I like and don't like without me really even being aware of it because he's interested, because he wants to know so that he can create a really beautiful experience for me, whether it's going to dinner and ordering a wonderful meal but he, but, and, uh, or in the bedroom and really creating a beautiful sex moment. And he's always, we've never even really talked about this dynamic at all, but he, but he does say, he's like, no, I, he's constantly learning about me. And he says how important that is. He's like, no, I need to know, I need to know what you like and don't like. So in fact, it's almost opposite where I have to be, in order to be a good sub or whatever, or to really enter into this dynamic truthfully and healthfully, I have to I have to know what I want and be able to vocalize it and that's strength and that's power. Well, and it, what's funny is the way you talk about it, it makes me think of almost like someone who builds a video game based on the things that you want to experience. And right. I and yeah, and what I mean by that is, you know, okay, we're going to and for me, you know, sex is play. Like I'm using it in that way to right. define like when I say play, I mean okay, we're going to go play with each other, play with each other's bodies and kind of explore and discover things. So so as a dominant, how can I create a really titillating, imaginative experience for you? And then I'm going to get pleasure out of seeing right. how successful I am at accurately gauging what you like. Yeah, I, that almost, that's, it sounds pretty accurate. I mean, I don't know what's going on in his head, but it seems <laughs> seems like that's probably what's going on. Well, and also the for me, well, and, and share if that is, when you're the sub, there's the pleasure of fulfilling. Giving up control. Yes, okay. Well, for me, no, yeah, it's, go ahead. it's, yes, I'm saying what I like and don't like, even in the bedroom. And, I'm, and I, I have total freedom to direct him in slower faster harder here whatever and I use my voice I almost more in this instance than than any others but um but I think the pleasure for me is the the freedom and of being able to fully let go and trusting knowing that this person is capable of creating a beautiful experience I feel like I've been in other situations before where men have tried to be this way with me but they are not sensitive enough to really listen to what I want or or notice what I need. And they still either have their own needs in the way first or they're too nervous about my judgment or something. And so they're in their head and they are, they're not fully present. And so they don't fully hear me, mm-hmm. you know. And so I don't trust. I just I'm like, uh, no, I'm, I can create my own experience better than you can. So I'm going to take control. I'm going to keep my control. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't make me want to submit or surrender or give in to them or whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah. And so and that also it's interesting, too, because that when I take this outside of subdom and just life and and masculine feminine roles in relationships that creates this um, almost like, you know, this micromanage thing that that you hear a lot of guys complain about women doing. Yeah. You know, because then it, then whoa, whoa, it makes whoa. me I'm like, no, I have to manage the situation because I don't 
trust that you're capable of getting me there safely or yeah. of creating a great vacation or whatever. I would rather do it myself. Yeah, it almost becomes a compulsion. I mean, you have to check yourself sometimes. Totally. And I'm as not, a woman, man, it can become. Like that, no, no, it can become a runaway. No, I have the impulse too. And I sometimes I go, it's almost autopilot. And right. you don't realize you're, you know, I almost. Totally. Like I was with a guy the other night and he went to go like turn on the burner of the stove and he turned on the wrong one and I almost went oh it's the other knob or so like like I was micromanaging and I was like oh I don't need to tell him it's the other knob because he just received that information (laughs) right right I know but it can be this runaway train and and that's one thing that being in this dynamic I think I watch it more even even more it allows you to exercise or exercise releasing that impulse yes And, and even more because I know that I first of all um because of this sort of dom sub situation that we have going on, um, which I I call it king and queen, <laughs> because which is sort of counterintuitive, but 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 because there, it is built on such respect, but um, but I honor his kingliness basically even more so than I have in the past uh, with other relationships. Um, I think because this 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 dynamic is more present. So I, so I am more and more aware of it. And, and I, and I am very, um, I make sure that I keep quiet on those things. You know, it's like, no, he's, you know, and also I've learned that he's totally capable. You know, I've, we've, I've, he's won your trust. He, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, no, I mean, you bring up a really interesting point. Like I was saying earlier, my experiences have been sort of dabbling in it. And then the times that I had complete surrender, actually, we could say, you know, I had it's funny because you were like, have you had other experiences? And I sort of went blank. But um, one experience I had, which was I think falls under the dom sub dynamic of like giving myself over surrendering in a way where I even enjoyed being like. I call it it's more tapping than slapping (laughs) but like like tapping my face right right? and you and I feel like you maybe sometimes you see it what like porn videos and you're like how could someone enjoy that right but when you're at such a heightened level of arousal and you've given over to this person who's mastering your body Mm -hmm. um it can be I've I this is a new thing for me too and these taps can get pretty intense yeah yeah and you're like oh but but, but there's something pleasure followed by the caressing and the cuddling that you were talking uh-huh. about but it's I don't and that's still something I don't fully understand I'm just going with it you know yeah and I haven't analyzed it and I'm and I'm not judging it I I definitely know that it's not out of lack of respect or anything I mean he I'm the one who told him no, to do this yeah you know? there's an so, intensity of pleasure I, yeah I'm not sure what that is but I'm I'm going with it and there is something I don't know if it's just the sensation of like being jostled or this what. This is, but yeah. I mean, the, sort of an aside. Yeah, I mean, jostling. I this well, this is an aside. Also, I've I've noticed I've enjoyed like like when you you can like tap the vaginal area and no, vaginal oh, is the yeah, wrong yeah. word. The vulva. Right. No, that's, that's very arousing. Yeah, but anyway. <laughs> oh, but some okay. A, you hit on something that was interesting to me about how. Uh, Oh no. <laughs> well, it's okay. I'll step in. So, yeah. um, the, I, I wanted to share what, what's so arousing to me about these dynamics is, is, um, for, for I think first of all is the thoughtfulness and maybe this kind of goes into, I know Emily, it was, no, no, no. In what do women want? Danielle Bergner talks about, they talk about desire, like, uh, women's arousal being based on how much the man desires them. 
mm-hmm. I think there's something to that. I'm not, I'm not fully that certain interviews revealed yes. that that it was a common theme for women. Yeah. Yeah, and I think someone someone of the scientists was studying it, but and I and I'm not sure if that's the healthiest way to go about sex, but I'm just being anyway. I think it might relate into that, but um but yeah, the thoughtfulness, the it it's very arousing to me how to know that when we go out, for example, and we're out dancing or whatnot, and I'm with a girlfriend and we're, you know, we're around the floor, I know that he's paying attention. Not in a controlling way because he wants to make sure that I'm not talking to whatever. I can do whatever the hell I want and talk to whoever, dance with whomever, whatnot. But just knowing that he's caring and being thoughtful and watching so that he can anticipate my needs you know what I mean? And yeah. keep an eye on me. Okay. That's very arousing to me. Let me say this. This makes me think about balance in relationships and how, I guess I want to ask, what do you think the role for the sub is in order to balance how giving the dom is? Do you know what I mean? That's a good question. Right. And I feel like there is an answer. It's just... Hmm. um. Okay, let me think about this. Okay, so let me relate it to dinner. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because I think all these experiences can be reflective Lots and of analogies. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, when we go to dinner, for example, he is very um, generous in the way that he's, he, you know, he, he fills my plate, asks me what I want. Do I want more of this? Do I want more of that? Like, make sure that I'm taken care of. When he does that, that thoughtfulness, that, quote, taking care of me, um, makes me want to serve him. <laughs> and not in this unhealthy way, but it makes me want to give back, you know? And and with with my love, with my affection, I know, and, and it also makes me want to serve him mm-hmm. and be sweet with him and please him and give whatever he wants. Which, so it creates this really beautiful circle that is based on giving to each other, which I yeah. think is really beautiful. <laughs> and so, and, and that's why I'm like, it's this really wonderful discovery of, it's, I think we poo poo this kind of dynamic, especially now in this, in this um, uh, environment of very feminist and strong well, this idea women. Of you need to be equal and then we get confused on, we don't define it. Yes. To me, it's, right now to me, what you just said is defining it's like defining the way that you give. Right. But I think more than that, I specifically, think, I, I feel like there's a judgment of, well, if I like, even, and this is where chivalry goes down the drain, right? Even allowing a guy to fill my plate can be very subtly in this culture, I think from a strong woman's perspective, seen as weak. We well, you know like, funny like, is, hold on a second, like, uh-huh. like the whole, I can take care of myself. I don't need you to fill my plate. Thank you. Like I can fill my plate. I'm not incapable this is an extreme, but I think it is there. Like same thing with opening the door. I don't need you to open my door. Yeah. I can open my door myself. Okay. Thank you. I don't need you to okay. buy me anything. I can buy it myself. Got it. Eh? Got okay. it. <laughs> Got it. My, my, I think that this resulted socially because women did need to relinquish That's their true. power. You know, there was a, it is a lashback or That's whatever true. to, it, to get balance because there was such, that's true. Imbalance. I totally agree. And now I think it's gone too far and we need to like ease up well, on that. Well, pay attention to it and maybe, yeah. Yes. But let me say this. I think it's, this is my point though also is that you're, there's like an acknowledgement that you're entering this dynamic. I mean, what's funny is I was just at dinner with a guy and it was actually through our conversation eh, about this kind of dinner role thing. And kind of without thinking, I served him 
And I like, so then again, it's like, here I am as the woman doing it, but I'm serving him. And, and it was funny because he was sort of like, oh, thank you. That's so nice. He was like, wow, it's lovely when someone does that for you. But, but it was like doting in a way that, that it was just the opposite for you. Right. It was like, he did it. And then it's like, and then you're feeling, I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure what it is. I mean, so does that make me dominant? I don't know. But either way, no. I think it creates this cycle of giving. And yeah, I don't know if that would define just because you're the first person who served him the dominance. Right. No, to thing. me, I feel it like I could, I'm, but I don't think it necessarily does. Right. To me, it feels more like giving just in, being again sweet and, and right. Sweet in this way that I giving, want. Yeah. Well, because I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm a dom or a sub. I mean, I feel like I'm leaning towards I think I am sort of. OK, this might be interesting. It's actually maybe just more complicated. Like I'm a sub in certain ways but a dom and other and so it's just figuring out what those gray scales are yeah and and uh and fine-tuning them I mean again it's like if we're a piano you know like what are our keys and notes and yeah I don't know I I am I'm I'm just in this mode right now I, I'm definitely I feel like I feel like I've launched into this to I feel like there's a need for me to really understand full surrender and not just sexually but in life in general and because I, and this is why we have the show because I feel like what's going on sexually or or actually being very aware of of yeah I guess of what's going on sexually you ca- you can then learn very um, clearly something about yourself which you can take into your everyday life mm-hmm. and and I know for me this is what I this is what I think is going on like this whole you know kind of going with the flow of life but not um, and I've I and I'm not crazy or manic about this in any way. Like you, my friends probably wouldn't think that I have this issue, but um, but you know the idea of letting letting my career take shape, however it may, and not trying to understand or see or control, um, you know exactly how it's going to happen, but just jumping off the cliff and jumping and and and, and like having the free or having the the courage to be in free fall. Mm-hmm. And this doesn't mean not having a dream or a vision or anything. It's just jumping when you have the dream and the vision. You jump off the cliff and you go and you don't, you know, think about like, oh, is there going to be a, like the net there or whatever? You know, you just go. So I feel like this uh, exploring this is for me a way to really exploring it sexually is a way yeah. to understand viscerally what it feels like to fully let go. And, and I haven't this is not fully formed like I still I know I still have a long way to go and being able to really surrender to someone and even sexually yeah I uh, I actually am curious about we were just talking a little bit before we I mean, a, a little while ago in the conversation about um, men that you've been with that maybe haven't known how to listen well enough to become a dom or to mm-hmm. be the master and I I guess I almost want to acknowledge someone who is interested in being that but maybe isn't sure how to approach it and I feel like we should take a little break and then come right back and answer that question uh so we'll be right back you're listening to TNA talk sex about submission (laughs) and uh and uh yeah tweet us at TA sex or sorry TA talk sex uh Instagram TA talk sex uh if you have any thoughts on it or experiences that have shaped your understanding of it
We're back with TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And I'm A. <laughs> and, uh, and I was curious about, you know, men who, men, well, anyone and women who are interested in, you know, taking on that, that dominant role and how to gain the mastery to do it. Well, I just had, when you asked that question, I just had an idea or, or yeah, this sort of epiphany. I wonder though, if, if my not, my, my partners in the past not being this role in some way had to do with my own grip on control in my life. And Resisting. Not, yeah, and me not creating the space for them to to be this way. And again, I, you know, again, I'm, I've been born, raised to be strong and independent and in control of my life. Right, and, so maybe at times misdirecting it. Or holding on in areas that you did, well, couldn't see. because I think, I, I I mean, I've had wonderful partners throughout my life. And so I think it's, they're all, they want to honor and respect me. And if, and so whatever I say goes. Well, I mean, not in the sense that it's not No, but not you like assert upper. this is a boundary for me. So then they back down. Yeah. Or, or it, you know, I I come off as a woman who knows what she wants and da, 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 da And th- who are these guys to challenge that, right? So, it, and I'm not saying that domination is about challenging that, but I, I'm just saying that if I am coming into the dynamic with, with this sort of... Um, this energy of like like slamming my stake in the ground and boom this is i don't know does this make sense at all well (laughs) there's there's just they're probably going to be scared jealous and like not well no okay no she's in she's in control she's the dominant yeah and it's not like i'm like making them my bitch or anything but i i think that we had a guest on Lisa Marie Jenkins who who mentioned this in the in in our discussion where she's she's a corporate um corporate trainer really and she talks about masculinity and femininity within the workplace and she had expressed her struggle with you know she's a woman who has her own career and you know very and powerful and whatnot but she has this issue with men as well where well where uh she can't let go of control enough right and so she's that's one thing that she's learning and I feel like it's kind of the same thing and I wonder if it's more pervasive in our culture where just the, there's no there's not a lot of room maybe or like the guys don't feel comfortable I don't know it's not like well, these guys I are think probably like oh well I really want to dominate but no she's well but I think it's part of this conversation which is taking the time to understand what what sub dom actually right. means oh, okay so. and then knowing that for yourself and then able to you're able to enter a relationship offering that with right. with awareness so let me let me clarify so she gave specific examples like if she were having dinner with my guy and he were putting food on her plate and whatnot she would like nothing would be good enough and she, she would, she would judge be, it. she would be like trying to micromanage the whole situation and it's like i think it is a muscle and, and maybe a good one to develop to just quiet that down and allow someone else to, to do something. By the way, I think that's receiving. And right. and people, a lot of people, especially our culture, I think struggle with uh, receiving gifts, right? Yeah. Like there's an art to how you receive a gift. And by that, I mean being grateful, being thankful, um, acknowledging it for what it is without tying guilt to it or expectation or now I need to give back the same thing like what I mean is you receive graciously right Right. and that that actually to me I said my little epiphany is the way that I mean you could I I think you could almost say like gift giving is like could be compared to like a dom sub thing like like I'm giving you this thing that I think will bring you pleasure 
and then you're graciously receiving it and you're giving back to them through your expression of pleasure mm-hmm. of the gift of the gesture of the time they put in to think about it right right so you're acknowledging all these things yeah um in that sense i think i've become a very good sub and i've wanted to build my muscles at being dom and kind of with intention shaping someone else's experience oh interesting i i haven't had that desire yet but i'm but i'm still like getting deep into this what into, desire to to to, to dom to dom oh, right really. but I, I could see the kernels of i you know what i feel more capable now whereas before it's like i it was like this whole foreign thing and i had no freaking clue and at least now probably because i've i've been i've become aware of what i want in a dom and like what it, yeah, well it, yeah these no, dynamics I, like I'm I, I feel like I've become a whatever able to identify what well works and what doesn't in a dom so I see that in me in this world of going to these femme dom parties that you know you find on FetLife and this kind of thing yeah these parties uh they create more of a, a space where you can like learn these skill sets and like when you do it they basically say like you pretty much want to start as a sub so that you can learn and it doesn't maybe maybe you are just doing it to literally understand what someone else is going to be feeling when you are are the dom yeah. but they but most people start as subs because they have to learn the skill set and so back to just this conversation of someone who's interested in doing this it almost made me think you know start with even our meditation episode but it's like mindfulness and mindfulness leads to your ability to listen to what someone needs in front of you because often that person is expressing and telling you very clearly in in their physicality in their the way they phrase things. Yeah, I mean, I think it takes a desire to do that, though. A desire to well, create I'm, experience Well, I'm saying people who have the desire but aren't executing it oh, as right. well. Yeah. Like they, have, they haven't mastered the toolkit or the tool set yeah. to really nail it. And so then their partner isn't quite ready to submit, you know, right. you know freely. And you know what also is coming to mind is... So um, I was bringing up how to do that, like how you can... Well, I think another thing that might be getting in the way space. is that I, I, and I'm, I'm, um, I'm, my mind is drawn to a particular partner I had where if I think if, if we are concerned for what we're getting in the relationship, like, okay, I'm going to give this to you, but what am I getting and what are my, are my needs being met? That's not going to work. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. because then you're again the attention is back on you and you're not then listening or paying attention to this person and there's a time for sure to check in with yourself and see if your needs are being met and communicate that but I feel like like I've had a partner where that was a big thing within our dynamic where like it was all about you know his needs being threatened or something because a particular thing was going on and that's so if that's going on well do you feel like the kind of sub dom relationship that you've entered into has a more organic fit because you are meeting each other's needs you know like sometimes yes, like yes. I feel like I ended up in a yeah. relationship at some point this year where my desires were not innately being met and so there was conflict yeah and then it is hard to get out of your head going well I'm not getting what I need when no, I get when sure. I give to you you're giving back in the wrong way right no, definitely. So then I'm frustrated. Right now, he and I are very much aligned in, in a lot of ways, which makes it easier to, right. exp- you know. I mean, them. I'll say just on my note, I mean, I think it's important to, and this is what I mean by almost like mastery. If someone doesn't quite have it, your partner can still learn. 
you can only discover that by communicating it and saying what we're just talking about, which is, okay, I'm giving to you in this way. I think it's your need that you want met. Am I receiving back what my expectation from it? Like this, you know, kind of creating this closed loop cycle of like giving, giving forward so that you're receiving back. Because you are receiving. I know that was like a bit of a head spin, <laughs> but I'm I'm just saying it's not like, oh, my relationship isn't giving me this. I'm bouncing. It's like, how do I communicate? Am I communicating clearly like that? I like to receive this way. Right. Yeah. Communication is key. Well, there's an opportunity by talking about subdom to or even exploring that world, even reading about it that allows you to or gives you a vocabulary to oh, kind of find what it is that you want yeah and I think that's the value of it too Mm -hmm. is is this vocabulary I think it's the being able to find the words to communicate what you want yeah as long as you have judgment around subdom or or, or power play or whatever it's really charged like there's all kinds of assumptions but when you look at what's actually at the core of this craft (laughs) it's I to me it's this ability to use words that are going to what we were just saying which is that I'm giving to you and so you're giving back to me in ways that I want right you know one other thing is coming up where um I and and again I think this is counter culture counter to our culture as women currently but uh there's this other thing of feeling safe with this person in the sense that like he enjoys taking care of me, which again is ding counterculture, <laughs> but I, I don't care. I'm like, whatever, I'm just going to go with this and, and feel it. And it's not disempowering at all. It's not like the taking care of like he doesn't he's not financially taking care of me or anything. He's just, you know, making sure like he wants to make sure that I've eaten and that I'm comfortable and that I'm, you know, healthy and whatever. Um, so that and then so and then there's also, yeah, there is this feeling of safety there that I think I was just talking to somebody about this that that I think maybe a lot of women have trouble um letting themselves go into like to to feel safe under or with a man well by the way we're taught to no I don't need your safety I can yeah but it's also it's also but you just said it's also this issue of this person who's going to dominate needs to show you that they can reliably dominate like that you can trust so they them can provide these things yeah right and yeah. and hear you and right. ca- you know understand your temperature I yeah. I find that um what what was really compelling to me about the kind of cat and owner role play that I saw was this um intense level of attention given to each other hmm. so it's it what was beautiful about it also is so much the the sub is receiving so much attention so much care so much detail that it becomes arousing and exciting for the sub to give in every way that the dom is asking Mm -hmm. but that's because the dom is giving that level of attention to her needs yeah and and right and well his or her i kind of want to just you know i think we've been talking you were referencing the kitty well yeah and i was at a male dom female sub situation but yeah and i find and it's so true and then she feels safe because she knows that his attention that he's capable of using his attention to like make sure everything is good and and so then she can fully surrender and not worrier about anything well and open up and right. then and give more attention as well yeah um yeah i had one thought um 
this was sort of okay so I did go or I did go on to FetLife this was before I was going to say we ended up like I jumping know. the FetLife thing <laughs> no I'll go back to it yeah so I did I did end up uh going on to FetLife and finding um a dom there and uh, he was wonderful and when I didn't really work out though because I I didn't end up feeling like he was capable um Probably because he, I felt like he was looking for a relationship in his life rather than this kind of role play thing. Well, but for you, you were experimenting and kind of dipping your feet into this world for the yes, first time. And I wasn't looking for a relationship. I wanted a, this thing. And he didn't express that. That was just my sense. But also, um, I didn't feel like, I, I don't know, it was just taking too long. And I didn't feel, he, he was a very big uh, pot smoker. And that made me, for me, it made me lose faith in his ability to have control over his own life if he's like so dependent on when i think marijuana. also you had an you felt like he breached the oh that's right the rules he, yeah i'll t- i'll share this with you so this was our first sort of date or encounter and he we met at a we met at a bar and maybe sorry just fet life yes. is like a site okay. where you go on and you say hey these are my interests right it's this nationwide. is what i'm looking for mm-hmm. I, I have this sexual predilection that i want to play out with uh, someone mm-hmm. and right. then you write messages and you make sure you're comfortable with each other right. yeah and it, it, it's a safe place i mean uh, well people are no reviewed, actually right? i wouldn't no i would not assume really that. no 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 yeah oh, don't God. it's not you know you want to no you definitely want well gene franslau talks about this if you are going to go into some situation where you're sub and you're going to be tied up and whatever oh for sure you know you give your number to you give the contact information the name and everything to a friend you text them that you're going in that half hour before you text after to say hey i'm good right okay definitely well i didn't do that but <laughs> i t- i uh, but my spidey senses are pretty damn good and uh, well and okay. i felt fine with this but we, we met in a public place. We talked, a, a, you know, a while for about what I was looking for, what I was drawn to. You know, I was totally a, a baby getting into all this. Still am. Um, anyway, so then we went back to my place and we were fooling around and he he put me actually I've never been in this position and when I shared this with you you're like well yeah I do that all the time (laughs) (laughs) anyway so he he's very large and he's very very tall like slender and well built but just very tall and I'm 5'8 so it's hard to find guys who are like really domineering in that way that was really lovely but anyway he so he he told me to get on my knees in front of him and I kneeled back on and to kneel back on my knees and that's what I've never done with my hands behind me kneeling back like right directly in front of his cock which was awesome but anyway he had his pants on all of our clothes were on we were just doing some really light play and um and he said he asked me do you want to do you want to see my cock and I said no because I wasn't I just wasn't ready and then a little while later he not immediately after but a little while later he pulled his um cock he was hard so he pulled himself up where he was peeking through his jeans and he was like oops and like it just everything just disappeared for me and it, and it, because it's like no you <laughs> you specifically asked me if I first of all yeah I mean I guess that's a consent thing right but well that goes back to in theory in theory the dynamic is for him to check in again Right. Or get you to a place Are to you ask now? for it. Or, right. Or, but anyway, because it's like, well, I'm supposed to, again, trust you. And it, again, you're not listening to what I want or what I need. So anyway, we had, after a while of me sort of avoiding seeing him after that, um, 
and it stopped after that. I didn't like do anything. It wasn't scary. It wasn't a scary situation at all. But we did talk about it, and he was unaware of that this whole thing happened, and then it viol- you know violated my little line (laughs) but I just felt like that's reflective and symbolic of some bigger thing it's like well if I can't trust you with this little thing Mm. like how am I gonna be able to trust you with this big thing well I think you bring up a lot of sexual experiences for men and women I just read a blog actually online that was talking about just you know when the female or the woman in the sexual situation says no you know, and the, and the guy kind of keeps like testing that area or whatever, you know, and you're like, yes, but I think, but I, but I feel like if this was specifically this Dom sub thing, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, it would be different for me. This is again, this is what I'm drawn to, what I want. It would be different if my Dom or this person was saying, I want you, I want, I want you to see my cock. Like, can I, I want, I want you to see my cock. I'm going to put my cock out right now. And, and that's being a directive thing and that's, and I can either say red, no, not right, ready. That's your safe word. Right. But the dominating thing is I'm doing this <laughs> and then that's up for me to respond to. Right. Yeah. But, um, that's true. We didn't even talk about the whole safe word thing, but that's, word, yeah. yeah, but that's exactly right. That is, that's the, when that's how you communicate. I'm not comfortable. Right. Um, but you're right. As far as Adam, had he done that? Interesting. Okay. This is, you know whatever it played out the way it did had he done that would you have said would you have used your safe word to say I'm not ready or do you think that might have turned you on because he was asserting and kind of taking control of the situation I think it would have turned me on that he was asserting and taking control and then I might have been more aroused and more open to it but um but maybe I wouldn't and I don't know if I yeah I mean I would have said no 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 I'm really not ready like like time out no (laughs) I don't know I don't know but it would have been different Yeah. yeah it totally and it would have turned me on more Anyway, my point is that after after this series, I you know I saw him a couple times, and ap- so after this experience with him, I was really contemplating because I wasn't satisfied with him, and I and I was really contemplating why and like what is it that I'm really looking for in this kind of dynamic, and I was really exploring my desire and my my comp- compulsion, I, I guess what I call it a compulsion, whatever, just my drive for it and this deep yearning that I had for it. And I thought that it was really interesting that my yearning and my desire was so strong. So I really was like kind of meditating on it. And what came up for me was that, because what I really, what was so important was this trust thing. And I really like in order, I basically, when I, when I outlined in my mind what I was looking for, what I was really looking for, what it sounded like was it was an empowered version of myself that I was looking for in someone else. Wow. Right. I know. Whoa. Deep, right? And so what I realized was I wanted somebody, right, who knew all, who, who knew all of my wants and my desires and who, um, whom I could trust implicitly, like totally, a hundred percent, a thousand percent, and to make the decisions for me, so that I could fully, fully, with all of my being, hand over the reins, let go, and trust them with everything that was going on. I mean, and, and again, not just even in sex, but in life. And so when I really looked at that, I'm like, fuck stuff. That's just you're looking for you. You're looking for. You, you're looking for the you that you can trust. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Well, gosh, you know, <laughs> it made you me think what? of acro but, yoga. Wait, can I share this yes. for a second? When I realized that, my desire and my yearning almost disappeared. 
okay. which is interesting. And so now, but there was still an interest, but it was not burning, like this burning thing right. inside of me. And so now that I kind of have it in my life in this more natural way, there's almost more freedom because there's not being, it's not being driven by this thing that I need. It's a more playful of this open. Yeah. Yeah. But I thought that was really interesting. No, that's powerful. That's really powerful. I, it's funny because it made me think of a- acro yoga, which is basically two people doing these like balance things together. And it's so tied to, there's usually one person who has to do more of the lifting. Like you kind of decide who, and I remember doing it with a, f- a friend. It was a female friend, but her, she had complete discomfort with letting go and being, uh, I don't in, in terms of dom sub being the sub only in the sense of like, will can she let go can she be balanced in the air suspended in the air if if the if the person basing you or holding you you know if you can't trust them then you're gonna fall totally and I found I very intuitively was content being the little like bird at the top of the feet balancing or whatever in the air um yeah and I and I I was just always like carefree about it and maybe I and I didn't care as much about being dropped right no I didn't care to be the uh base to be the dom to be in control of what's happening interesting and I almost felt effortful for me I was like oh effortless no no effortful effortful to be the the yeah to to dominate and base and it's a a big responsibility really it is anyway you have to want to rise to that but that that is really interesting so yeah maybe that's not as much of an issue for you and you're just like but it's a great yourself and trusting in myself but it's a great pleasure Mm-hmm. to be in an environment where I can do that. And you're right. Whenever I don't feel like it, I become the director, for example, in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Because I'm going, oh, well, mm, I can almost fly free if you just do this. <laughs> 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 but interesting. I think it's worth um, men and women exploring, like, what is the desire and, and where, you know, yeah. are you clearly defining and I, what's y- going to bring that to you? Right. And I would really suggest and encourage like dropping the whatever judgment we all may have around these sort of kinky quote-unquote dynamics and really look at like I think there really is something very primal about these um these roles or these these energies and we are primal creatures so it's just further self-exploration and I think if we carry that judgment then we, we don't allow ourselves to go there. Yeah. So I, judging I, it like you're, I feel like the judgment is that you're not in your power or well, you're right. Or that I'm a weak woman and I don't need this from a man or, right. or whatever, all this stuff that we shared about. But it should show. actually be a fun exploration and play. Yeah. And, and I think it will definitely take you deeper into yourself. Cool. Anyway. Wow. That was so much longer than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. So much to say. <laughs> you're, I know so much to say about submission. I mean, it's a delicate thing. Like you really want to let is. go, but also making sure you're in an environment where you can. Well, anyway, if, as my exploration goes on, if I have any updates, I'll, I'll share them down yeah. the road. <laughs> and if anybody has any tips for me or insights you think we should all know about, please yeah. do tweet us at TA Talk Sex. You can leave a voicemail on, um, on our website, tatalksex.com. You can email us there. And everything's TA everything. Talk Sex. That's it. Everything is. <laughs> so <laughs> thanks for listening. You're listening to TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And I'm A. <laughs>